Welcome everyone to Burt Force's Coffee and Connect with Travelers Insurance. Since 2021, Travelers has hired more than 100 of Burt Force's active duty military spouses in remote customer service and customer care positions. And if you're here for those today, we will explore them more on this call. But Today, we get a really cool opportunity to go beyond customer service. For the very first time, Travelers Open Remote Roles in Technology are going to be offered to the Burtforce community in today's Coffee and Connect. So why tech? The tech field was made for remote work. It doesn't always require a quiet office, which is work from home gold if you don't wanna be on the phone all the time. Also at Travelers, there is incredible career progression and salary increases to be had and made in this field. But regardless of which department at Travelers Insurance you choose to pursue, the most important thing is that Travelers has built a reputation of being the GOAT remote employer for mill spouses. If you want to learn more about why we call Travelers the GOAT, go watch episode 142 of our podcast. Even going so far as to develop as to develop a private Teams channel for military spouses. So let's dive in. Number one thing I need you to do is like and subscribe to this channel or this podcast if you are excited about this content. And now keep listening. Virtual employment is here to stay. I'm military spouse, Vertforce founder, and your remote work expert, Kimber Hill. Subscribe now to learn how you too can thrive in the virtual workforce. Um, thank you all for joining us today. As Kimber said, I'm a member of the talent acquisition team. I actually head up a recruiting team that hires predominantly uh, for our customer service positions, PI, personal insurance operations, business insurance operations. Um, I am in my seventh year with Travelers, have been in talent acquisition the entire time here and admittedly have about 30 years of recruiting experience over the course of my career. When you think travelers, I know um, some of you might be familiar with us as a company. Some of you might be hearing about us for the first time. So we're property and casualty insurance. I always keep it very simple and I say, we're not health insurance, we're not life insurance. Um, but if you think your auto coverage, your homeowner's coverage, that's what personal lines insurance does at travelers. So when you think about a customer service representative, when they take an inbound phone call from somebody who has a question about their coverage, you know, they're fielding those questions from the existing policy holders. So a lot of times people might think service center, phone calls back to back, oh, it's, you know, just difficult, uh, but you are servicing our existing policy holders when you are talking to them, whether it's through fielding their questions or uh, Kimber has made reference to our customer care associate positions. Those are also within our claims function. Um, those are common opportunities that we have. Um, Kimber also mentioned a couple things and I just wanna reinforce our positions kind of fall in that heavy on the phone in that quiet office space. Um, so she's made reference to different types of positions. Ours are also in the continental United States. Unfortunately, if you do um, get PCS overseas, unfortunately our jobs are not compatible with overseas assignments. But if you enjoy talking to people, being that first call resolution, you know, we have the job for you. It is a very set schedule. You are on the phone uh, back to back. Um, so flexibility might feel limited if you're looking 
uh, you know, for something less than 40 hours a week. But if you're looking for a full-time professional position, you know, we have those right now. And I believe Jenna is probably going to help me drop a link into the chat. One of our current positions is actually what we call a sales counselor trainee. And that is for people who are interested in travelers insurance coverage. They call in and say, hey, you know, I saw this ad. I, you know, got this flyer. I want to learn more. Can you give me some quotes for my auto, for my homeowners and so forth? So our sales counselors trainees are, again, full-time positions on the phone, helping prospects who are interested in being insured by travelers. That is a current opportunity that we have. What is the ideal candidate need for any of the roles that I talked about? Great communication skills, right? That insatiable desire to help people. Um, and again, just wanting to be an ambassador for travelers, talking to our existing or our prospective customers. Kimber, did okay. I catch all the highlights? You got a lot, you All got right. a lot. And what I what I wanna talk about for this role, and you guys please stay tuned because we're gonna get into benefits, culture, and why you're gonna want this role with travelers soon when we talk to Jennifer White. Uh, this is the supported structure salary benefits role where you are going to come in, you're gonna have a regular schedule, whether regardless of what that schedule may be, it will be a set eight hours, just like you are participating in an on-site office. It is the most uh, supportive and uh, regularly functional office job that you can get from a work from home environment. Uh, quick question, Julie Galloway, Hawaii. Hawaii is included, correct? Hawaii is included. Yes, we consider that, you know, United States. Connors, so, yeah. yep. So Hawaii and Alaska um, are both fine. Yep. Thank yeah. you. Yep. We know a lot of our candidates who have been hired, hired from, that was a funny combination of words, hired. <laughs> <laughs> hired from Hawaii in this particular role. Um, and I want to say too that, Julie, you may want to speak on this. When you're in this role, empathy is a must and being able to meet the caller where they are because they could be having a really, a really bad day. Why else would you call your insurance company, right? Yeah. And especially for those customer care associate positions. So those are the ones taking like that first notice of loss, right? When you just had an auto accident, you need to report, yeah. you know, the claim and so forth. And uh, yeah, so some of them can be, you know, they're not all like that, but definitely have to uh, be compassionate. That's for yes. sure. Yes. So some of you who are volunteers, I know we volunteer because we care and we volunteer because we want to impact other people's lives. This is that calling job for you. You get the opportunity to benefit other people and to impact their wives lives in such a positive way in Julie Galloway's department. So Felicia or Jenna is going to drop the link to apply for Julie's open positions now. I believe Julie only has one open right now, but stay tuned because we get them all the time. They hire in waves. So more will be coming, but this is the one that's open now. And it's important to note that the shifts change. So the shift that's open right now may be different from a shift that is open in the future. So if the shift is not right for you right now, wait and keep your eye on it and look for the Vertforce emails because there will be a shift that works for you in the future. All right, let's go ahead and um, talk about how Travelers is the GOAT as far as remote work goes, because I, I think it's a disservice to just talk about this position and not discuss why you would want to be in this type of environment. So Jennifer, can we go ahead and get you on screen now? I'd love to hear a little bit about your background 
what you do at Travelers and also some of those GOAT benefits that military spouses can take advantage of. Absolutely. Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer White, and I lead the experience recruiting teams here at Travelers. Uh, this month, I celebrate 19 years with the organization, which is absolutely surreal. Um, I'm a military wife, daughter, and a granddaughter. I am proud to share that Travelers offers competitive salaries for positions across the company. And um, most recently, you may have noticed that we now include our full salary ranges on our job postings because we wanted to be really transparent with people about our pay, our philosophy, and the compensation structures that we have to offer here. So uh, that's kind of a newer feature for us. Um, in terms of benefits, you know, which all start day one of hire, um, we have your traditional benefits like your medical, your dental, your life insurance, vision. We have some of the best uh, vision insurance out there. Um, but a few others I just wanted to quickly share with you guys. Um, when it comes to 401k, um, we have a 401k match of up to 5% of your pay. Um, Travelers actually still offers a pension plan, which seems very uncommon these days. So we're really proud of that. Um, we also offer tuition assistance in the event that you want to go back to school or you want to further your education or you want to obtain you know, additional degrees or maybe other designations. Um, we also offer 20 days of paid time off when you first start. And those PTO days will increase with each five-year um, milestone of service here at Travelers. Um, we have a newer benefit, uh, which is the student loan debt program, where Travelers will make contributions to your 401k program while you're paying off your student loans. So um, that's gotten some really great um, press from some of our employees that are you know, trying to do everything. Um, we also offer some pre-tax childcare discounts of about 10% for some of the kinder care and learning experience facilities. And um, I guess last but not least, um, you know, for, for mill spouses, just the peace of mind that, you know, should you PCS, you can take your job with you and travelers will ship your work equipment to your new location. Um, I could go on because the list of benefits is so incredible. In fact, I think one of our Coffee and Connects was exclusively on all the perks and benefits at Travelers, but um, I think those are some really great highlights for now. So. Those are really great awesome. highlights. I I always take great inspiration as a as a business owner. I take great inspiration from travelers in what they do for their team members and their employees. Uh, our last Coffee and Connect, or maybe the one before last, episode 142, which we're going to continue to drop in the chat for you right now, talks explicitly about that. And we've been on numerous. If you guys follow our podcast, you know every other episode is a hashtag hired success story. So if you go to our YouTube, every other episode is a success story. And so many of those are about travelers insurance, employing mill spouses and veterans. And what if you listen to those, the nuggets that you will capture from that are littered with amazing things about their work culture, you know, giveaways that we were on a call recently and one of the team members was like, oh, I gotta get to my door because I think travelers ship my new iWatch to me. I won this iWatch for hitting my metrics, which is awesome. Um, and not to mention their uh, military spouse forum. And we're gonna talk to Casey about that in just a minute. But their military spouse forum is created. So as you onboard, you're automatically put into a digital forum with everybody else who has shares as a, a similar demographic as you. So you can network, network with them and build relationships with your team members. 
Well, as a veteran and a transitioning service member, you know that you're coming out of a background where you've been working with the TSP and the military retirement plans that they may have built in for you. But as a spouse, excuse me, you may not have ever thought about your retirement, especially if you've been struggling with career continuity or career progression, you may have zero retirement savings. So that's something that I want to call out about Travelers Insurance, and that's a series we're going to be doing on our podcast coming up soon, is how to plan for retirement and think about what is life after military, both as a transitioning service member, but especially as a military spouse who may not have been contributing to that yet. So that's why we love Travelers Insurance. One of the perks that they offer you is a 401k and a pension. And you want something when you're done working, right? You want something for yourself. Okay, let's move on and talk to Casey. Casey, uh, I wanna get you on screen here. I want you to chat with us about uh, your Teams Forum. And one of the things that we could probably start the conversation with on the Teams Forum is Jennifer White brought up that Travelers is PCS friendly. Now I've heard this story from a ton of Travelers employees about how Travelers ships their equipment and helps them move their whole office to their next duty station. And some of that is kind of coordinated in Microsoft Teams. Can you talk to us about that digital community you created? Yeah, absolutely. So hi, everyone. So glad to be here with you today. Um, as Kimber mentioned, my name is Casey Herko. Um, I am currently a learning designer with Travelers Insurance. I'm actually part of the uh, Business Insurance Operations Group. Um, so I am a daughter, uh, granddaughter, and great-granddaughter of military servicemen. So I'm very near and dear to my heart as far as that goes. Um, what Kimber is referring to is a really awesome program that um, a team of peers and I put together to add an additional layer of support for those military spouses who are now uh, members of the Travelers family. Uh, one of the things that we recognize is that, you know, there's a lot of um, questions and how do I do this? How do I figure this out? You know, you don't know people, you want to have some support for the places that you're uh, moving to. And so it was kind of a twofold. We wanted to make it about, um, you know, having some built-in support resources, um, tips and tricks, you know, all the fun that comes with PCSing. And I say fun with air marks here because we know sometimes it's not a lot of fun. Um, but we wanted people to know like, hey, there's others like you out here, you know, who are part of the Travelers team and can lend an ear or say hey you know what we just left there here's a really great restaurant or here's a really awesome place to take your kids on the weekend or just again kind of create that um kind of social networking option available um from a business and from like a work perspective that may have been missing from previous places you may have worked for us so we wanted to make that a little bit more friendly and a bit more welcoming again additional layer of support um, we came up with this kind of social media platform, again, just to help um, connect other military spouses who are a part of Travelers and also just make sure that, again, you know, there was that um, kind of friendly face, if you will, and a shared space where everybody could come together. Um, it was created out of an a innovation idea um, that went, you know, to our senior leadership for a review and they really loved it. And they're like, yep, let's get this in motion. Let's see what we can do to make this come to life. So. Um, some of our events that we have going on too, uh, we had a uh, speaker event um, back in September with our senior leadership talking about why they're so supportive of military spouses, um, you know, being able to 
you know, continue their professional development, you know, talking about future opportunities that would be available. Again, thinking longer term, bigger picture, not just a job you have for today, but, you know, building on that career that you want to build and develop, like Kimber had mentioned, you know, we're looking, we're looking at the long game here. We want to make sure that that is available to you past, you know, a two year mark kind of thing. Uh, some of the other options that we've built out are just, you know, engagement opportunities. You know, there's a lot of photo sharing. There's a lot of storytelling. There's a lot of, um, hey, how would you handle, you know, type situations. And the, the group has really come together to support each other. And it's also brought up some really great questions that we want to make sure we can get answers for as well. So it's a way to uh, raise awareness, um, get those questions answered. Again, just kind of serve as a, a resource and support network already built in from day one. Just listening to Casey talk about the work culture that she's helped build in this digital environment space, it shows me why they're having so much great retention. I mean, we care as mill spouses, we care about being a part of a team. We care about being a part of an organization that cares about us. And that's what we're all looking for is that long game employer that we can be with for a while. So it makes sense why they're hiring so many and why so many of our workforce talent community members are going there. All right, so we have a new show coming up soon called The Duty Station Download. This is a show that's going to be produced by the full Vertforce team where we talk about duty stations. So thank you, Casey, for sharing with us um, about the PCS forum that you have. I think that we can learn a lot from what's going on with your active duty spouses, and that's definitely a great place where we can share about travelers' support for team members who are PCSing. So Julie, you have quite the audience today. Julie Toast, let me get you on screen now. Can you tell Hi, us? Hey. Hey. Tell us why tech does not necessarily always require a quiet office environment. Let's start there. Sure, happy to. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be joining you today. Um, my name is Julie Toth. I am the Director of Client Delivery for Technology at Travelers. I lead a team of 12 recruiters supporting all open technology roles. Um, so the need for a quiet office space is really going to vary based on the role that you're interested in. Certain roles like scrum masters or agile coaches, those are going to require more video meetings. And that's due to the collaborative nature of that work and the schedule of set ceremonies within the agile framework. The flip side of that, though, is that engineering roles can be more heads down, requiring less video meetings with the with the team that you're a part of and leadership. Um, and right now, the highest demands we're seeing within tech are those engineering roles. And then second to that would be those agile roles. So scrum masters, agile coaches and the like. Tell me a little bit about what a day in the life as a technical team member at Travelers is like. Okay. So technical positions within Travelers can sit throughout every line of business. And the team makeup is going to vary greatly based on the business line that your position is aligned to. So within the um, Agile framework, which has been key throughout our 
technology transformation, those teams really embrace this mindset of ongoing learning and iteration. So those teams work in two-week sprints with ceremonies throughout those sprints, keeping them closely connected to the team as well as leadership. Um, so, you know, the, those roles within the agile space are could be more structured from a meetings point of view than the engineering roles, which would be um, typical for an engineering role would be some sort of morning meeting followed by that heads down, you know, behind your computer coding that's required for the specific position. Thank you so much, Julie. So let me paint the picture of career progression. If you guys have been to Coffee Connects with me before, you know this is one of the points that I really love to hit on because I don't want you to just think about how do I get hired right now? Like what job can I do right now? I want you to think about your next three years, your next five years, your next 10 years. Like what does your progression track look like? So Julie, talk to me about what is the entry-level bare minimum requirements to get hired in these two roles, software engineering and Scrum, and then where you can go okay. over the course of your career with career progression. Absolutely. So most of the positions within tech would require some previous technical education um, and or experience. So for software engineering, the entry level for that space would be an associate software engineer. And we're looking typically for one to three years of experience. Um, and then from there, you can move from an associate level engineer to a software engineer one to a software engineer two. And then, you know, you can choose your path from there, whether you're wanting to go the agile route, the architecture route. Um, but it really for engineering would all start at that associate software engineer level. And then for the agile space, typically the entry point for those positions would be a scrum master role in which you are the scrum master for one, not multiple teams. And the career progression would be scrum master, senior scrum master, agile coach, product owner. And then we're talking about you know, higher level leadership roles. But when we're talking about career progression, one of the things that I think is really important to highlight about tech at Travelers is the ongoing learning that's encouraged for all tech team members. So tech employees are allocated eight hours per month of learning um, and it's all through a contemporary enterprise enterprise learning platform and it recommends training to you based on the skill development that you're looking for thank you for clarifying that julie toth we appreciate you describing those career progression opportunities so that's it for our speakers I want to go ahead and open the floor. So if you've got questions for Travelers Insurance, now is the time to raise your hand. Uh, the Coffee and Connect Forum is very much interactive. It's here for you to get to know the Travelers team. They've given you the high level details of everything we had to deliver today. Okay. Hi, thanks. Um, so I know she primarily mentioned, you know, like an associates and some type of tech um, field. I know military spouses are highly educated. Um, maybe don't have that tech degree, but maybe have degrees in other fields. How would you recommend us going about kind of breaking into tech um, without pursuing the associates route, maybe a certification route or something of that nature? 
That's a great question, Haley. Um, so I definitely think for the engineering route that some hands-on training is a requirement for those roles. You know, for those positions, we're looking for typically one to three years um, of experience. However, there are a number of training opportunities available, whether that's boot, you know, online boot camp trainings. Um, you know, there's ways to get that experience on your own for those specific roles. Um, if looking at the other route and that scrum master, then the the training that that Kemper had. Um, talked about earlier would definitely be the pathway into into those type of opportunities. Awesome, thank you. So I am kind of at a <laughs> at a loss. So I'm transitioning. I'm currently in a programmer position um, doing like backend programming um, on a database. And I really want to transition into software engineer, but I don't have a degree. Um, I only have, uh, I mean, one year of, of hands-on experience and then a little bit of front-end developer experience. How firm are you guys on, like, on the requirements? Like, I, my, my biggest fear is I don't want to apply and, like, waste anyone's time, if that makes sense. What, what would be your recommendations there for getting into engineering? Based on the experience that you just shared, I would certainly encourage you to apply for roles. Um, the back-end coding experience, programming experience you have is certainly applicable and would be considered towards that one to three years of experience that we typically look for. Um, so I would definitely encourage you to look for those associate level positions and apply to those that are of interest to you. Wonderful. Thank you. And then I'm so sorry, one more question. So um, would I be looking at specifically like the positions um, that were just posted um, by Michelle, or would that be, do I just go onto the Traveler's website and look for associate positions specifically? Great question. I had to narrow down the open jobs I was sharing. So you could certainly look um, at the links that, that were shared in the chat or go to Travelers the Traveler's Career page and you can, in the you know keyword section, type associate software and it'll pull up every open position that that matches that language. Wonderful, thank you so much. And I'm seeing a lot of questions in the chat about are these opportunities remote? Everything we're discussing today are remote opportunities. And the, the positions that were shared in the chat are systems monitoring engineer, data engineer one, cloud data engineer two, software engineer, senior scrum master, software engineer Java, JavaScript, Amazon Web Services, service desk consultant. I uh, got a question on that one for you, Julie. Would that be something that like the Google IT certification would qualify you for? Or are you looking for engineering experience for the service desk consultants? The For the service desk, yes, absolutely. We would consider, consider All right. that. I've seen some people in the chat say, hey, does the Google IT certification qualify me for that? So those of you who asked that question, go there. But I'm going to imagine you're probably spending time on the phone in that role. Is that correct, Julie? Correct. Correct. Yeah. That would be that that position specifically would be very phone heavy. So it would require quiet office. Space. Yeah. But let me say this, um, if you want to transition to tech, Service Desk is a great place to start. And I say this because I did it personally. Before I found Invertforce, I worked in healthcare IT and my first three years were spent on a service desk. 
from there, I went and and worked on um, CompTIA level IT certifications and then graduated to getting my PMP until I ran the service desk. So these are the service desk. There is no greater work experience to baptize you in IT. Yeah, it is on the phone a lot, but it's a really cool experience and there's nothing quite like it. Hi there, guys. Um, Julie, I have a question for you. I am a certified scrub master and actually did just complete a six month software development bootcamp. I just recently applied for a scrum master position and was declined, told it wasn't, you know, I wasn't chosen for the position. Is there special wording that you want to see on there? It, it is listed as, you know, as a highlight on mine and that I am certified scrum master. So I'm just curious as to how that works. So as, as far as the listing of skills, I would definitely list those towards the top of your mm -hmm. resume um, mm -hmm. and make sure that you put those com that completed coursework um, okay. in that in that section. Um, you know, right now we do have a number of scrum op scrum openings, um, but the candidate flow for those roles does tend to be greater than in other in other areas. You know, we get more scrum masters applying than we do in a software engineering type of role. Mm -hmm. I would certainly encourage you to look at other opportunities and continue to okay. apply for those that would be of interest to you. Okay, excellent. And with that boot camp, I don't have any real world experience other than that boot camp, boot camp and it was only 6 months. How does that frame into your 1 year requirement because you know, I don't obviously have one full year of experience for a software developer. Right. But you do have given your scrum experience, total mm -hmm. experience of a year in technology, correct? Yes. Yes. Then then that met that criteria would be would be met. Perfect. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Thank you. Great news. Yeah. <laughs> so excited you. for you, Leslie. <laughs> Hi, um, so I am currently um, a student getting my bachelor's degree in computer science and information technology. So I definitely want to go into tech. And I do actually have internship experience at a tech company where I am right now. But I was just wondering if you could speak on like your internship positions, um, as well as if you guys hire like new grads straight out of school. I know you mentioned that typically for the associate roles, you are looking for one to three years of experience. but um, especially coming from a degree where I'm learning like content specific, um, content specific skills, if you guys do consider new grads. Absolutely. So the, the team that I lead, we focus on the experience positions within travelers. However, we do have internships available as well as what is called the technology development leadership program. Those are specifically for people in the position that you just described. So you could go to the career page and you can search internship or early career, I'm sorry, um, leadership development, and all of those positions will, will come up. Um, you'll be able to read what the minimum qualifications for both paths would be, but certainly based on what you're sharing with me, it sounds like that criteria would be met. Um, so I would definitely encourage you to take a look at those opportunities. 
Thank you. Hey, Julie, Thank can, I you. Just, can I just add to what you just described around uh, TLDP? If you, go to the, if you go to the, because um, I was just thinking about all the conversations and the questions around people wanting to get into tech or maybe have just a little bit of experience, that TLDP, Technology Leadership Development Program, is kind of that conduit to not quite experience, but has a little and want to get into some of the more experienced roles. They hire a number of people every single year. It's usually a one or two year rotational program where you get to experience different technologies in different business lines. And it helps, it's 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 kind of a catalyst to you getting into the Scrum Masters and the Agile Coaches and some of the more um, heavy hitting tech opportunities. But that's a great entry point. Um, for, for many of you that have kind of uh, shared today. So if you go to the Traveler's Career page, um, there's a keyword search. I would type in leadership development and all the programs will come up and you'll be able to see what's available. There's um, finance, HR, operations, technology. I'm missing a whole host of others, but I just wanted to, I would just wanted to plug that for you guys. Our next, uh, so super cool. Uh, entryway pathway that I didn't know about into tech. So I'm really glad that that question was asked uh, by our guest today. Um, uh, so speaking of pathways and internships, um, uh, I am graduating with my MBA in marketing and healthcare administration in December. Um, uh, and I'm actually wanting to transition over to the insurance industry. Um, I was wondering if there was any pathways or internships for underwriters that would be remote. Um, I know you guys have a development program that's over in Illinois, but I wonder if there was something similar um, available for military spouses, because I'm currently in Hawaii and a lot of positions are, um, you know, U.S. except Alaska and Hawaii. So, yeah, and I was going to say, Jen, probably <laughs> I, I hate to tell you, no, I said right. But I'll be honest, like our underwriter, our underwriting development program typically then is a pathway to being, let's say, a commercial lines underwriter. Um, and those reside in all of our offices across the country, because if you are in, let's say, a middle market underwriter, you're actually going out and meeting with prospective clients, right, to write their insurance business or you could potentially be working in like one of our underwriting centers. I'll be honest, we haven't expanded our underwriting centers to virtual workforce yet. No. Um, I was so thinking again, about I, that today, Julie. Yeah, I was thinking I, about that we were brainstorming. <laughs> like yeah. we've, we've got a, a number of those entry level <laughs> underwriting needs, but to Julie's point, they're very client facing. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. So I hate to tell you no, but I don't want to overstate no. the possibility either. So no, yeah. that's uh, totally okay. I just wanted to jump on um, and see, cause I know there's a lot of them that would be on your website. Um, but I just wanted to see if there was uh, like maybe an internal one or something, but thank you so much for the information. Yeah, would it be relevant here to discuss one of our hashtag hired success stories, Laura Lee Lambert, who uh, was recently hired promoted to the underwriter position. Is that relevant here, Julie? That That's true, Kimber. Okay, do, <laughs> so you wanna, it, do you wanna tell her story? Did you, did you point me out? So yes, so yeah. Laura Lee, and I'll, I'll summarize this, but she started with us as um, one of our customer service representatives within personal insurance, if I, if I have it right. And then after someone is with us for a year, then they can, um, post uh, and apply for other jobs within Travelers. And so she has already been with us that long and then internally posted for a new opportunity and now is in the underwriter role. Um, again, that's 
because she's internal. <laughs> so we're just not putting external, we're not hiring externally into those remote underwriting roles. But you're right, Kimber, like that's an example of how when she started, she didn't come directly into that role, but then she has morphed, you know, her career into that path now that she's here. So yeah. thank you. So I said, it's been done and we have Laura Lee's story recorded. I said, if you will email hire at workforce.us, we can actually probably put you in touch with Laura Lee and she can share with you how she did it if you're interested. Yes. So that, okay. Hire yeah. at workforce.us. Just shoot Felicia an email really quick and she'll get you in touch. Yeah, and somebody somebody had the question of how did she start? And originally I thought it was the customer service representative, but it's actually the sales counselor trainee position that um, Jenna had popped into the, or Felicia mm -hmm. had popped into the chat earlier. So, yep. Yeah, it's a really quick turnaround. I said, so you're in for about your first three months as training and then you're working for nine months. And correct me if I'm wrong, Julie, but we've been working with you guys since 2019. So I've heard a lot of the stories of how it works. And by your 12th month, you can apply for those internal roles that are not actually out there for everybody else. Um, all right, well, thank you for asking that question. It's such an interesting topic. Hi, um, so I guess, I don't know if this has really been addressed yet or not because my tablet had died, but is there any remote home, like I homeschool and I've got kids activities in the evening. Is there flexible hours, part-time positions at all? Or what does that look like? Yeah, and Kimber, I can take that. You know, for us within customer service, Gabby, um, most of our positions are full-time and they're set schedules because okay. we have phone coverage. Um, so Kimber has a great, is it a podcast, Kimber, where you talk about that spectrum of, you know, flexible jobs. And unfortunately, yes. um, Travelers is on the end of the spectrum where the work's schedule is pretty set. We don't have any part-time positions now, Gabby. Once in a while, we might hire customer service assistants. If we do in the future, and that could potentially be like 25 to 30 hours a week, we would share that with Kimber and team if that comes up. But unfortunately, most of our hiring needs are, are full-time 40 hours a week with a pretty standard schedule. So I apologize. We might not offer the flexibility that you need with your family at the moment. Okay, Gabby, are you. You, Gabby, are you looking for 15 hours a week, 20 hours a week? Where are you on that spectrum? Um, yeah, like about 15 to 25. Okay. I think you would be a good fit for a different employment partner. So go ahead and email hire at vertforce.us and uh, we will get you into some free training in the financial industry. We'll get you over to that and let you check it out and see if that's something that would be a good fit for you. Okay. And you said it was hire at vertforce.net? dot us as in the united US. states yeah you got yeah. it thank yeah. you and felicia felicia will get you in touch with the right training i'm sorry she'll get you the link to the right training that will give you that flexible environment awesome All thank right, you Chris so much no problem crystal berry hi um okay so it's, it's kind of a an odd question and i'm sure you hear it all the time um so my background like i have over seven or eight years of operations management uh experience so a lot of times when i apply for these positions i let's say the customer service from like the entry level i get the overqualified response or um but uh, you know even though my background is in different areas like uh i operations management for um a large bank and then i also have it for logistics um even though it's different industries it's still i can't 
get into the management field because I don't have the insurance aspect, but then I can't get into the customer service field because a lot of times I hear the over <laughs> overqualified portion because of my background. So how do I, how do I overcome the gray area? Because, you know, I get the advice of <clears throat> take this off your resume, but if I took it off my resume, I would have nothing. It's all, my entire background is uh, operations management over almost seven to 10 years. So kind of in that gray area, I don't really know how to overcome that. And I guess my advice to that, Crystal, and I don't know if you're referring to having applied specifically to travelers opportunities before or just applying have, yeah. in general. Um, but I think at the end of the day, what you're looking for has to match what we have to offer, right? So if you, for example, when you say like being overqualified, you know, if you're at the stage in your life where you are kind of recalibrating, right? And maybe stepping back from a leadership role um, and then you're looking, um, you know, that our job and our compensation matches what you're looking for, then I would say still apply. You know, at the end of the day, I'll be honest, we're looking for people who want to do that job, not as just a stopgap, but, you know, to um, have travelers as a career. So, and not that you have to stay in that one position as a career, but, you know, that would be the opportunity that you would hold in the short term, right? So I guess if you've held higher level leadership type positions before, you know, this might be an opportunity to put in a, um, they're almost old fashioned, but like a cover letter that states your interest in kind of explaining the transition to the prospective employer so that that can kind of open up that conversation and just uh, reinforce why you're applying for this job, even okay. though it might not look like it aligns with the career right. path on your resume. So that would be my, my advice. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Well, okay. Crystal, I, Crystal, I want to point you toward resume bootcamp. So okay. for, for everybody here, if you don't know, we offer a ton of resources at Vertforce. You know, number one is our podcast and our YouTube channel where conversations like this go up for you to learn. But number two is Rocket Remote. Within Rocket Remote, we have two free courses. Rocket Remote is our online school. Our two free courses are number one, Resume Bootcamp. Number two, Launching LinkedIn. Resume Bootcamp, I know some of you on the screen have gone through Resume Bootcamp because I've seen you going through it and I've seen your before and after resumes. Um, Crystal, I think that you could benefit from that because we cover that topic of what you what it looks like to be overqualified on paper and how to tailor that one pager to the traveler's position that you want. So if you want to go back after that traveler's position, let's overhaul that resume and Resume Bootcamp and get you crafted there and then mirror okay. that on LinkedIn. We want to mirror it on LinkedIn so you look exactly the same on both LinkedIn and your resume. Okay. So you've got this big, beautiful digital package of I am your gal, hire me. Uh, I try to save mine for last because I do have a, a couple. I apologize. Um, so this is more of the, the tech side. What um, types of operating systems do you guys normally uh, work with. So are you, are you interested primarily in software engineering roles? Is that your background and where you're looking to go? Uh, no, so I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm open to any kind of thing in tech. My experience mostly comes with um, 
Linux operating systems, command line function, uh, some Python, um, networking, a lot of uh, network subnetting, all that stuff. Uh, so I guess I'm just trying to figure out, I saw the, the service desk position and I don't know if that's more in line of, of the kind of uh, pipeline that would go online with what I'm doing. Um, so I guess I'm trying to figure out a day in the life or so. Okay. So based on what you just shared with me, I think that searching technology engineer roles would be more in line with what you're looking for. Those tend to be the more of the back-end infrastructure sort right. of focused positions. Okay. So technology engineers, okay. um, and within those roles, you'll see a wide variety of technology being utilized. Um, you know, Linux being, you know, the most probably the most prominent within that right. space. Um, but certainly it, those would all fall under the technology engineer title. Okay, awesome. Uh, and then I did have one other question. Uh, as, as far okay. as any of those positions, is there, um, how would I put this, is there more of a, a rigid pipeline as ter in terms of career advancement for those positions? Or is it kind of, uh, a tree branch that kind of just goes into multiple different directions depending on depending on tree what branch. you want to do okay yeah, that, def that's what, definitely definitely right. the, the tree branch um you know but uh, as was touched on earlier once you are in any role for 12 months you can then look at other opportunities throughout the organization so regardless of line of business um, and those can be lateral moves or they can be promotional opportunities based on what you're looking for your area of focus to be in that next role. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely, thank you. And that seems to be the common trend of what we're seeing with a lot of you who are interested in getting in with travelers, finding the position that will get you employed now with your mind on your long-term vision of where you really wanna be. We talked about it earlier about the underwriter position and we just talked about it here with this gentleman on uh, wanting to be able to tree branch out from what he could start with at Travelers Insurance. So the the answer to that is after 12 months of work experience there, then you can start pursuing other career paths. Hi, Camber. I, I honestly, I don't have a question. I just wanted to express my gratitude to you and your team at Workforce for putting on this beneficial um, segment today um, and bringing all the panelists from Travelers Insurance to to share with us all the resources that they have available and to really explain and highlight all the the programs that they have for military connected families, spouses, and dependents. Um, it's really invaluable, and I just wanted to express my gratitude for that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, big kudos to the Burt Force team. We work really hard on preparing all of the content that goes out to you guys for this, and we do this for travelers every quarter. This one is a little delayed due to, you know, weather circumstances, but we should be doing this at least one more time this year. And thank you for coming. I appreciate your time because you took time out of your day to show up and be here with us. That means a lot. This um, question is more towards the customer service representative roles um, or the sales counselor roles. Um, as I know, this might be repetitive. I keep hearing after a year that um, the you are eligible to lateral or apply for a different position. Um, I actually just went through an interview and they had told me that I would have to stay within those hours um, until June of 2024. And unfortunately for me, that was a deal breaker. So is that 
does it depend on when you are hired as far as when that 12 month period starts or um I, I guess how necessarily would that work just for me it was it would have been a year and a half of being in hours that are not feasible with my with my family yeah and i can um speak to that blythe and amy grenier can even help me if i misquote this in what they're referring to is in the customer service roles um because it sounds like that's what you had applied for and went to the interview for they do a shift bid and so it's kind of two separate things blythe so being in the role for one year is the minimum requirement before you can apply for other jobs within travelers but if you stayed within that job that you were doing then they're just saying that you wouldn't have the opportunity to change your hours does that make sense so it's kind of two different tracks so let's say you came to travelers and you started as a customer service representative um and if they said you know since we're already past the shift bid or when you're locked into those hours for a year and a half, it's just those hours if you stay in that job. But if after the 12 months working at Travelers, you decide to post out to another job, like let's say you start starting customer service and you post for the sales counselor job. And if you interview and are selected, it's not gonna prevent you from being able to move into a different job. If, does that make sense? Amy, did I explain that okay? <laughs> Yeah, so, perfect. Okay, yeah. So it's kind of two different things. So because of the shift bit, if you stay in that role, then you're locked into those hours for that amount of time, I think is what they were trying to illustrate. But it it's um, separate if you decide to apply for a different job within Travelers. And then if you're selected and you move out of your customer service role, Blythe, to something else. Hope that helps. Okay, great. So just as long as it's a different role, it cannot be another customer service representative position based somewhere else, correct? Well, it couldn't be like the same job you're doing. If you would apply for, let's say you started and I'll give you a for instance. <laughs> so let's say you started as a personal insurance customer service representative and just to get some different experience, you apply for, let's say a claim, uh, what we call a customer care associate. You're still on the phone taking calls, but it's a different type of call, learning a different side of our business. Um, again, that would be moving out of one job into another. Um, so that's, yeah. Okay, great. Sense? Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, yeah. you bet. Thanks for asking. Hopefully that makes a difference for you, Blythe. And, and like I said earlier, if it doesn't, the shift that you've applied for now will be different from shifts that come out in the future. So I hope that gives you some encouragement too. Okay. I was wondering, so I have a more of a management experience as, as far as in uh, customer service um, and uh, and and sales as well. Um, what exactly, and, and also accounting as well, I was in an accounting department where I just did um, collections and, you know, making sure that accounts got taken care of. Um, what type of positions do you guys have that would be more on the accounting side? What titles would those be under on your website? Yeah, and I can... Yeah, Go ahead. Jen, with Go ahead. your help. Well, I was just going to say one of the challenges there to what is your first name again? Because we know it's not Kevin. <laughs> it's Jenny. <laughs> Sorry about that. Jenny, hey, that's okay. <laughs> I like the name Kevin. That's my husband's name too. So, um, so one of the challenges there is that not every job at Travelers is offered remote. So when you get okay. into like finance and so forth, and again, mm -hmm. I, I'm just being real, you know, a lot of those sit within our corporate office, right? Like either in Hartford, Connecticut or St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, 
so I'm just trying to think out loud here. Jen White, any other thoughts? Yeah, I was just... Um, just um, you know, I would need to go more towards customer service rather than accounting. Uh, not, for necess- not necessarily, because before this call, we were kind of brainstorming on some other opportunities that, uh, that might encompass remote work, but there is a field, premium audit. It's a role that yes. would look at someone with accounting slash finance background, and they've gotten... They've gotten with the times over the last year and change with looking at remote employees because they've been able to figure out how to do audit work um, remotely. So that might be something to take a peek at. I know that they they will post in various locations because some of the work is with a client. So we'll be going out to audit certain um, organizations that we're partnered with. But some of the work can be done virtually. the title I would look for in the careers page is premium audit. Um, there's specialists, there's customer service reps in that group. They do hire management um, positions as well. So you could certainly tap into your operations and your finance and accounting background in a space like that. But that, that, I mean, that's just one option to think about. But like I said, they've gotten they've gotten way. Um, way more open with uh, with remote type work. So, and they hire in chunks, like 20 to 25 people at a time. So. Okay. That would be great. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Can you speak to how Travelers supports employees with various disabilities? Want me to take that one? Yes. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everyone. Jim McMahon. In addition to being the military and veteran um, outreach uh I'm also the disability outreach in the company. So uh, a a number of things. We have an internal disability network that numbers about 3,000 employees. We also have an internal military and veterans network that um, numbers a little over 3,000 employees. So um, you do not have to be a military veteran to be a part of the military and veterans network. You do not have to be disabled to be a part of the disability network. Um, We just actually had a lunchtime um session this afternoon on ableism it it was a a couple the the gentleman is disabled his wife is able-bodied and they were talking about the dynamics of that it was just visibility for our own internal audience Um, we are a member of the uh, neurodiversity at work roundtable which um, used to be branded the autism at work roundtable This past summer, I know we talked about internships. We talked about the technology development program. We hosted 11 neurodiverse interns. And of the 11 neurodiverse interns, eight of them just got offers to either come back next summer or full-time offers to join us. So um, we really think we're an inclusive environment. So I I know I'm leaving things out, but I interact with various state occupational rehab individuals. Our recruiters post our jobs on a job board called Inclusively. Inclusively is totally dedicated to the disabled community. So um, I I think we do a lot for, you know, for the disabled community and the able-bodied community as well. So thanks for the question. Love, Love having that side of the perspective also. Great question. Thank you so much for answering that, Jim. All right, next question is for experience qualifications, do Coursera certifications apply? Sorry, I was on mute. Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. We want to see all of that experience listed on the resume. It would Thank apply. you. 
Thank you. Kim, All right. Kimber, Kimber, can I just share one additional thought on that? As we're talking about Absolutely. resumes and keywords, um, we look at the resumes, of course, um, but a lot of a lot of our searches sometimes take place based upon like certain keywords that we absolutely have to have. So if, if Scrum, Agile, customer service, finance, I mean, the list goes on, like don't be bashful uh, in your in your resume writing and certainly include those keywords because sometimes they're absolutely critical and can be the thing that people are really searching on. So don't uh, don't be shy about, you know, sharing uh sharing some of those great experiences and skills because those are those are really important thank you for sharing that jen yeah can i can i add and jen you're absolutely right don't be bashful on what you tell us but for a number of folks here today military spouses um sometimes you're reticent to say yeah. you're a military spouse sometimes you're worried about gaps in the resume sometimes you might have been a stay-at-home mom for the mm -hmm. last 10 or 12 years don't worry about it Honestly, we are looking for reasons to say yes, not reasons to say no. And I, I can't emphasize that, you know, Julie and Jen and Amy and, um, and Casey, we will all tell you that we're here today because we want to hire you. I mean, that's, you know, we're, we're not looking for, for why to throw you out of the, the mix. We're looking at get you into the mix. Thank you so much, Jim. That's so encouraging. Julie Toth, I believe this one is for you. With experience like SharePoint administrator and help desk, what would be the ideal position to start with? So I would look at technology engineer positions. Um, there may be some crossover into software engineering roles, um, but certainly with if you are going to the Traveler's Career page, you can type in SharePoint, any other keywords and applicable roles aligning to that. Thank we'll be you. Shown to you. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Does experience have to be paid? No. Resounding no. no. Resounding <laughs> no's there. <laughs> Do the military spouse benefits of remote positions translate to veterans as well? This is a good one. And is your is your question, Kimber, that if you are a veteran, but not currently a military spouse, would we offer the same employment opportunities remote? Yes, I think that's the question. And, and knowing that so many of travelers openings are remote on that national job board, um, my, I think I know how to answer this, but I'll let, I'll let one of you do it. Well, and I think you and I are on the same path, right? I think, yeah. and I'll be honest, I and Jim, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know that we've opened it up that broadly, right? Because we kind of started with the partnership with the, the military spouses, but to Kimber's point, so many of the positions that we offer to our military spouses through this partnership, then um, similar jobs are also offered just across, um, you know, to any population, regardless of their veteran mm -hmm. status or mill spouse status. Um, is that kind of where you were going with it, Kimber? Or did you have yep. some other thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. And Travelers is, is great. This Their military hiring initiative is awesome. So thank you for covering that. Jim, do you have anything to add or Jen? I don't think so. No, I, think, right. I think that covers it. Yeah. 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 I'll have, I think Felicia had to drop. So Jenna, if you have this link, link to Travelers, full position list that are remote, the national job board, which 
we keep this pinned on our job board. So when you see that Traveler's various remote openings on the Vertforce job, bo job board, this that's where you can find the link. That'll take you to any remote position that you could possibly find at Traveler's Insurance. And All with right. that plug, Kimber, I'll just say that whenever uh, Kimber and team send you out the communication, they, um, in the application links, there's an identifier in there, right? That shows that you come across as a Vertforce applicant. So we know and, and can make that connection. If you just go out to our career site and apply for a job on your own, again, you're, you're more than welcome to do that. But I just wanted to note that that unique identifier connecting directly to Vertforce might not be on there. So as much as possible, if you're interested in one of the jobs that Kimber and team have highlighted for us today, if you can use the application links that they've provided, uh, all the better. Awesome. Thank you. This one's for you, Julie G. Another one for you. Oh no! <laughs> the insurance, the insurance department. Do I, if I'm applying to work for you, do I have to call people and try to sell them insurance? No, that's the beauty of it, and that's why. And I'm so glad you're asking this question. So it's that's a great why I love question. In parentheses, I'll put inbound calls because what we do at Travelers is you are taking inbound phone calls from people who are interested and getting a quote and wanting to know about travelers coverage and does it fit their needs, right? So maybe they saw a commercial, maybe they saw an ad in a magazine, maybe they're part of an affinity group and we sent them a postcard because they're a member of, where's, where's my friend, uh, Rhonda, American Quarter Horse Association or something. I don't know, I'm totally making that up, but you kind of, you get the gist. Um, so we, they are fielding inbound calls of people who are interested. It is not cold calling. It is not outbound. If there's yes. ever any outbound calls, it's just as a follow-up to a conversation that you would have had previously with yes. someone. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of people ask in the chat right now, should I tell you I'm a military spouse when I apply? What we ask at Vertforce is that every opportunity you encounter, tell them you are a Vertforce referral military spouse. So that means saying it in your cover letter, letter, putting it on your resume, talking about it in your interview. Um, and we're working with the travelers team to try to get a drop down field. But every it's important that you use the Vert, Vertforce links that we give you. It's important that you use the links that we're giving you today, because if you apply for those through those links, you are immediately indicated as a Vertforce referral. And then we just ask you to continue to talk about that throughout your application and screening process so it, you don't get lost in the sauce. Yeah, do you have uh, entry level to advanced salary ranges that you can share for data engineering? So that's not something that I could share just for all of data engineering, all of the positions posted based on the level of the position, as well as whether where they are located, you will see salary ranges posted in all open positions. If I am a former employee, can I reapply? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would expect a lot with the military spouse community. If you're getting PCS overseas, when you come back, you're probably want to go going to want to go back to work with travelers insurance. So I, I can see that being something that might, might happen. Yeah. And with that said, Kimber, I mean, of course, um, you know, obviously if you're interested in coming back, you enjoyed your experience with us, you know, we would check with your, you know, former manager and human resources manager and everything. But the short answer mm -hmm. is yes, there are many people who have made their way back mm -hmm. to travelers. Yes. 
Any tips for the traveler's assessment? And I think that's something we have not very mm. clearly discussed today. So maybe we should spend a couple of minutes talking about the assessment and tips for the assessment. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's my question, so I apologize <laughs> if I'm dominating the microphone. You know, the assessment for, so there is an assessment after you complete the online application for the customer service representative positions, as well as the sales counselor trainee position, you'll get an email sent to you shortly after you complete the online application, and then you have to successfully complete the assessment. Um, you know, it's just give it serious attention, I guess, you know, don't take it lightly that it's, you know, just kind of fill in the dots or whatever. Um, I mean, please don't rush through it. Give it your, your full attention. Um, you do have to successfully pass that before, you know, being considered further in the process. Uh, you know, there's, uh, obviously some people aren't successful with it. If you're not successful with it, you do have to wait six months before you can reapply to a similar mm -hmm. job with the same assessment, Kimber. Um, but in the sales assessment and the customer service assessment are completely different. So if you apply to a sales counselor position and unfortunately don't have success with the assessment, you could still apply for a customer service representative position um, and then, you know, try that assessment. The assessment only takes about 17 to 20 minutes to complete. But again, don't rush through it. Give it, you know, serious uh, thought as you complete it. Um, and then again, if unfortunately you don't pass on the first try, then you would just have to wait six months before you uh, take it again for consideration. Thank you so much. We have, I'm going to do three questions and then we are going to wrap it up because we're almost at our time limit. So I've seen some questions in the chat about bilingual roles and English as a second language. Where does this land with travelers? Um, I'll take that one too, because you're probably looking at the sales counselor requisition or our customer service requisition. Um, it has, I'll be honest, you're, <clears throat> you have to be able to read, write and speak Spanish fluently. Um, and it's, but also you are trained and start taking calls in English. So sometimes we get customers where we need a translator on the line, right? Or uh, there are calls that come in um, that then get routed to a bilingual representative because it's a more effective uh, communication, um, you know, if they're able to speak Spanish with that customer. So again, you have to be fully bilingual read, write, and speak um, both English and Spanish, I guess is the short answer. Amy Grenier, would you say anything different to that? No, you're on mute, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah so Julie, <laughs> for, the, for the bilingual roles, yes, you, you, you need primarily Spanish, but a vast majority of our roles are not bilingual. I, I know oh, there correct, were some, correct. There, yeah. there were mm -hmm. some comments in like, you know, all of the roles you need bilingual. No, no. Like 95% of our openings English no, speaking. and, and, and we like and we we call it out very specifically on the job requisition. Right. So, so we might have two. We might have sales counselor openings that are um, your standard English, but then we also have opportunities in Spanish, and we'll post those separately so that you know exactly which one you're applying to. So, um, yes, and I we think have I, had we've had your bilingual positions this year, and I'm sure there will be more within the next few months. Yes, as well. yes. yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I know there's a question in the chat about other languages. I'll be honest right now, our need for bilingual is just for the Spanish speaking community. Yeah. Uh, yep. We don't have a solid customer base beyond that, that it requires bilingual and other skills. So I just wanted to address that yeah. question. Thanks, too. Julie.
Yep. All right. So the answer to that is yes, there are bilingual openings. There are not any right now. And uh, those are typically in the Spanish language. All right, let's go ahead and move to our last two questions. Do you consider completed projects in education like data engineering and software and software engineering? Do you consider that work experience, Julie Toth? Yes, I think for any so associate level positions for both software engineering as well as data engineering, that coursework would be applicable. Awesome. And then the last question we're going to take today is if I'm currently out of the continental United States, but I know that I'm moving back to the United States within the next six months, how soon should I apply? We usually post our positions and I'll speak to the customer service and, and sales representative positions. We post those anywhere from like eight to 10 weeks before the start date. So I would say when you're in that three month window, um, then start looking at Traveler's Career Site. Yep. All right. Anika, I see your question. Oh, did someone else at Travelers want to weigh in on that one? I was just going to, I was just going to comment that in the, in the customer service roles, we have a typically have a finite start date. So we kind of work back from that start date for other positions across travelers. Um, most times we're waiting for the perfect candidate or the right candidate to, to apply and get hired. So that timeline of when you start may have some flexibility in it. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to call that out if someone's looking to come back to the U.S. in, in six months-ish. And it's all about your schedule, right? Like mm -hmm. if you're coming before your spouse, if you find that position, yes. you're like, I'm going to go a month early. Yes. I can start work. That's, that's realistic. That happens. My general recommendation outside of travelers is 12 weeks. You should be applying within 12 weeks of returning to the United States. And uh, Anika is pinging me, asking me to get this question answered. Uh, so last one, military leave and PCS leave. How does that work if someone needs to leave to go perform uh, reserve services or military services versus if someone needs to PCS, what is that like with traveler's insurance? Yeah, I mean, I would have to, um, I mean, military leave like any other company, we are going to honor that, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because there's, uh, you know, we are a very reputable employer that that follows, you know, all the laws and guidelines and things like that. As far as leave when your spouse PCSs, and I think, uh, Casey, you might have had some chat with the people before. I mean, you'd have to keep your manager involved, right? If you needed a certain amount of time, of course, they're going to work with you. It could be an instance where you're asked to take some of your paid time off um, during that time. If you need more than that, then I'm sure they would approve the unpaid time off. Um, in order for you to PCS and get established. I don't want to overstate uh, because I likely wouldn't be your direct manager, but I will say that there are many people of those hundred now military spouses that work for travelers that have successfully PCS since they have been employed with us. Thank you for covering that topic. You're welcome. All right. Let's see here, Jacqueline Carey. And I promise this is the very last question. If you have more questions, email hire at vertforce.us. We're going to put that email address in the chat. Julie Toth, you get the honor of having the last question of the day. What is, is there a technical interview for the tech positions? 
Yes, all of the tech positions would have a different variation of a technical interview for software engineer roles for let me be more specific for specific software engineer roles. We utilize a platform called HackerRank, which provides us the ability to test and I'm using air quotes when I say that test your knowledge within certain certain um, software. Now that is not a um, an evaluation or assessment, so to speak, which knocks you out of consideration. It's more of a starting point so that we know what level of position your skills would best align to. But there would be some variation of a technical interview for every role across all of tech. Right there, bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen TV. If you will go there and click subscribe, you can not only see this soon, but you'll also see every other Coffee Connect we've done with Travelers Insurance, including the one we keep talking about, episode 142, that goes over all of the benefits and why you would really want to work with a company like Travelers. So I encourage you to go subscribe, go watch episode 142. And uh, Julie, uh, Galloway was talking earlier about the remote unicorn episode that we did. Um, what that does in that episode is it gives you a visual of the spectrum of remote work from gig-based all the way to full-time salary with travelers. Um, and, and travelers is on the, the upper end of that spectrum. But if you sat through this today and you want to know more about travelers go to our youtube and if you sat through this and you thought travelers is not for me go watch the remote unicorn video it will help you identify what what employer type is right for you and i just want to say huge thank you to the travelers team for being with us today this was an incredible event so thank you jim casey jennifer julie toth and julie galloway and amy for being here with us. We have appreciated every question that you've answered and for being available to all of these military spouses and veterans. Mill spouses, vets, questions? Hire at vertforce.us. Thank you all for being here with us today. Gift cards will go out in the next 24 to 48 hours in your email that you registered for this event for. If you're looking for it, it will come from Starbucks. So you can search your inbox for the keyword Starbucks. Bye, everybody. Thank you all. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. If you loved this content as much as I loved creating it for you, remember to subscribe. Want to get in touch? You can reach me at podcast at vertforce.us. All content in this episode is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC.